This is Golf with Jay Delsing. A two-time college All-American at UCLA. A participant in nearly 700 PGA Tour events. Seven professional wins to his credit. Over 30 years of professional golf experience. A member of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey, good morning. Golf with Jay Delsing here. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly sitting right next to me. Pearly, what's going on this morning? How are you? A little discombobulated this morning, but I'll pull my act together. Really had a great week of golf last week. Let's just get into it. Uh, we formatted the show like Around the Golf. The first segment is called the On the Range segment. The On the Range segment is brought to you by the Gateway section of the PGA. Please welcome them to the show. There's over 300 men and women across the area that are working hard to enhance our golf experiences. And so we appreciate those people. We also appreciate Jeff Thornhill. If you want golf balls, free golf balls, TP5 tailor-made golf balls, send me an email, j at jdelsinggolf.com. Each week we give away a dozen TP5 golf balls. And so we are going to announce the winners of this month's golf ball giveaway today. And those will be on their way towards the end of this month. And we also are thanking Bob and Kathy Donahue at Donahue Painting and Refinishing, 314-805-2132. Guys, if you need work on the inside or the outside of your home, these are your people. First of all, great human beings. Second of all, super, super talented. Check them out and call them, 314-805-2132. All right, Pearl, our gateway PGA Spotlight today is Sally Collins. Sally is, first of all, a very cool human being. She has dedicated her life to the game of golf, and she is working with a segment of the section called the Gateway Hope, where they are making opportunities available for veterans, disabled or otherwise, to get involved in the game, teaching the game, showing them how to hold the club, all sorts of cool stuff. So we've got a neat little spotlight with Sally. And then we also have, we got Faraday coming to St. Louis the end of September. He's coming to Meadowbrook Country Club. He's going to be with four celebrities. He's going to be with Pearly. No, wait a minute. You're not a celebrity. No. I don't even think you get to go, do you? Wow. No. Wow. Anyway, we got Marshall well, Falk. How did you skip that part? That was funny. We got Marshall. <laughs> we got Marshall Falk. We got the great Ozzy Smith. We got Brett Hall. And we got Chris Pronger. And they are playing against Pat Perez. So... Pat's been in the uh, in the media a little bit with his uh, defection over to the LIV. And so he's coming to St. Louis at the end of September. So that's going to be interesting. What do you think? Are we going to talk more about that Pat Perez move or where are we going to talk about that? There's really not that much to talk about. I, I mean, he's... Um, it's interesting the way this worked. He chirped and chirped and chirped in the media that said all they had to do was make him an offer and he was gone. And then the next day they made him an offer and he was gone. So obviously Greg Norman's reading about of the media things and trying to figure out how to um, get more of the PGA Tour players to go over and play LIV. Well, run the numbers a little bit for folks, Jay. Just the down and dirty, rough numbers for Pat Perez. Uh, how does that work? And and maybe I'm behind it, but also Reed went. Patrick Reed's uh, supposedly signed up as long as uh, also uh, Bryson DeChambeau has gone. So give the Pat Perez, because Pat is, what would you call Pat? Pat's a winner on tour? Yes, he's a winner on Pat, tour. What would you call him, a, a, a mid-level guy? Is that how, how would you reference him? I mean, respectfully, how would you reference him? Yeah, I mean, he's had a hell of a career. I think he's 47 years old. He's, he's stayed on tour a long, long time. This is over his 20th year on the PGA Tour. And, you know, just doing that, it's... You're, you're a hell of a player. Winning on the PGA Tour separates you. I mean, it's not an easy place to go ahead and knock a win off. And so Pat has done that. So I would definitely call him, you know, the middle to upper end guy. He's uh, controversial. He's extremely outspoken. But you know what? He is who he is. He's his authentic guy, and he throws it out there whether you like it or not. Again, John, he's getting $10 million. $10 million. And so this is about the money, plain and simple. It'd be refreshing if one of the players would just come out and say the opportunity exists in the money. Because, John, here's the scenario that I put forth. Pick a week, the Canadian Open week a couple weeks ago. RBC was playing outside of Toronto, and it was the LIV first week. Let's have a scenario where the LIV and the Canadian Open, the RBC Canadian Open, have the exact same purses. There's none of that crazy guarantee money to lure you. Who's playing in London? Whoever can. Nobody from the PGA Tour is going to defect 
over there if they don't give DJ's not going over there if they didn't give him 125 million. Head to head to head, they're not gonna they're not gonna compete. It was not even gonna be close. No, be interesting. This is definitely stirring the pot. It doesn't appear that it's going away anytime soon. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. I mean, there's a lot of speculation that Ricky Fowler's gonna jump. And then, you know, Brooks Kepka, Brooksy, has got his brother Chase playing over there. You know, Chase has never had a PGA tour card before. He's got a million dollars to go. And you you sit there and wonder if any of the rumors are right, we'll just have to strap, strap, put our seatbelt on and wait and see what happens. So a Pat Perez, end of his career, gets $10 million. He's 47. How much is he going to make in the last three years, would you guess, if he grinds it out on the regular tour for three years? Oh, gosh, he's probably going to make, let's say, what, three, five and a half million, probably something like that, if all goes well. And he gets to go play for a whole bunch more money. Yeah, absolutely. Different experiences. So what's he giving up? Senior tour, potentially? Potentially. If, if We don't know what's going to hold, but, I mean, you've got to think that at least right now with what we know, the PGA Tour is going to forbid, suspend these guys for a, quite a bit. And so as independent contractors, as we've noted on the show before, John, the PGA Tour is probably going to lose the fact that they cannot tell people where they can and cannot play. But, and you made a great point a couple of weeks ago, they can say John Perlis. I am not hiring you to play on the PGA Tour, so you are not allowed over here. They can do that. Yeah, that's where it's going to be interesting. How long do you think this is going to take? When do you think we'll start knowing things? How, when do you think we'll start knowing if the uh, Live Tour has got any kind of a chance at staying power? Yes, they have the money, but is anybody going to give a darn? Right. When, when's it going to start coming down? What happens with the Tour and how? You know what leverage they actually do have? Or we'll be looking at a multi-year court case here. When the courts get involved, it'll definitely be multi-year. But here's, in my opinion, where this thing is going to turn on. The Open Championship will be played next month, and we'll, and all of that live players will be able to play over there. Where this all hinges, John, is moving forward and what the powers that be, the Masters, the U.S. Open, the PGA Championship, and the Open Championship, what they decide on these lib players. If they decide that these lib players are not allowed in their event and they are their own entity, so they can have, you can be fractured. You could have the Masters say you're not allowed and the U.S. Open say you are allowed. Two totally different entities. I don't think that will happen. I think they'll get together and they'll make a ruling in unison. But if they tell those players that they cannot play in their championship because they're a member of the LIV tour, that's when it's going to get real. What did Mike Wan from USGA, what did he come out and say? So Mike Wan had a very interesting comment about that where he said, we got together, we had a meeting, and we said these guys could indeed play this year. However, he said specifically and succinctly, just because we're ruling this way now does not mean that's the way we're going to rule as we move forward. We are going to monitor the situation and do what we think is best for golf. He also said, I have a hard time understanding how this tour is good for golf. He said that. So at the end of the day, the guys that are going there for the money, if they can't play U.S. Open, PGA, Masters, British, do you think that changes their minds for the most part, or do they, they still just go for the money and they don't care? Certain players it does. DJ cares a lot. DJ cares a lot. Pat Perez, I don't think he cares quite as much. He's not exempt into probably all the majors every year like Dustin is. Right, right. You get guys like Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Reed, yeah, they care a lot. You get a guy like Kevin Na, he doesn't care. Kevin Na, believe it or not, Pearl, has actually qualified for the British Open and not gone. Well, that's not overly surprising if you know Kevin Na a little bit. Yeah. Do we know Kevin Na a little bit? A little bit. We've been very complimentary to him, and we should because he's a great player, but he's definitely a different dude, which, again, that's fine, but he's definitely a different dude. That's going to wrap up the unarranged segment. We are going to do the tip of the cap segment, and this is a perfect segue into the tip of the cap. It's brought to you by my buddy, Colin Burnt, 314-966-0303. He runs Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. Great guy. Call Colin. Pearlie and I are both driving his vehicles. They're terrific. Tipping the cap today to the major championships, the Masters, the U.S. Open, the PGA Championship, and the British Open. These are differentiators in the world of golf. There's always tough conditions. The golf courses are always, or for the most part, world-class courses. 
extremely difficult. And when it comes to the normal landscape of golf as we know it, things are shifting. Things are being disrupted by this Saudi league. And these four events, when they come out with their decision on how to move forward, will have a huge impact on the professional game, on how the PGA Tour runs its operation, and the future of golf. So put your seatbelt on and hang on tight. This will really be interesting. That's the tip of the cap. It's brought to you by the Dean Team, Volkswagen of Kirkwood, 314-966-0303. Thank you, Colin, for being involved in the show. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with the front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delson. On the Range with Jay Delsing is brought to you by TaylorMade. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is coming up. Folks, do you need a new car, truck, or SUV? Then the Dean Team of Kirkwood is the place for you to go. 314-966-0303 and go see Colin Burke. He just got me into a new SUV and I love it. Boy, did they make the experience painless and super, super easy. Most dealers don't have any cars in their lots, but at Dean Team of Kirkwood, Colin has an entire parking lot full of new and used cars. You don't want a VW? That's no problem. They have Audis, BMWs, Mercedes, anything you want. Colin and the Dean team of Kirkwood will go get it if they don't have it. Call them at 314-966-0303 or go to deanteamvwkirkwood.com. The Dean team for all your car buying needs. Powers Insurance is a family-owned agency right here in St. Louis that specializes in providing personalized coverage for the client who has a lot going on. At Powers, they understand that you and your life do not fit in a simple box. So guess what? Neither should your insurance coverage. Go to powersinsurance.com or call 314-725-1414 and ask for Tim Davis. That's powersinsurance.com. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. For golf tips, news on the latest equipment, and everything golf, log on to golfwithjaydelsing.com. The Front Nine is coming up. I want to tell you about my friends and longtime supporters of this show, Marcone. Yes, they are incredible community stewards. Yes, they are the largest distributors of GE appliance parts in North America. What you don't know, they are spearheading, led by owner and St. Louis and Jim Sowers, a new service dog program with and in conjunction with David Faraday and the 24-7 Battle Buddy program. Jim and Marcone are ensuring that a minimum of two service dogs a year will get partnered with a veteran hero in need. These dogs are expertly trained, connected with their veteran master, and then magic starts to happen. These dogs are retrained to meet the specific needs of their warrior and to help them successfully navigate everyday life. You can learn more on Facebook at Troops First 24-7 Battle Buddies or reach out to me at j at jdelsinggolf.com and I will fill you in on more of this program. Summer is here. Oh boy, is it ever. School is out and everyone is looking to grab the kids, maybe their grandparents, and book a great summer vacation. AAA has some great offers this summer on their cruises. Their partners at Royal Caribbean are having a kids sale free offer. That's right. If you book by the end of the month, you get 30% off per person and your children will get to experience the highlights of the high seas absolutely free. This offer is valid for Royal Caribbean cruises departing between July 1st all the way through to April 30th of next year. You need to book this vacation right now. Some exclusions apply, so get in touch with a AAA travel advisor for full details. You can reach them at AAA.com slash travel. AAA travel for all your vacation needs. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Coming up, a visit with Jay Williamson. Now it's the Gateway Section PGA Spotlight. Here's Jay Delsing. Good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. 
And this is the Gateway Spotlight. And this morning, we are talking with Sally Collins. Sally, thanks for joining me. Oh, it's my pleasure, Jay. Thanks for having me on your show. It's my pleasure, actually. I know you're a Knit Knitly Lion, and that's such a cool school in, in history. You're a woman that's dedicated your entire life to the game of golf. You're a lover of the game, a grower of the game former head pro at, at Winghaven, and you've been associated with Belle Reeve and just some really iconic places in St. Louis. First of all, congratulations on all those things. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's certainly been a great ride, and to see the game really take off during the pandemic has, has really been uplifting to all of us in the profession. Yeah, it really is a special time, and, and who'd have thought that this would have been a byproduct of this awful other time? I mean, it's pretty amazing. It's so true. I was reading a statistic the other day about how the, the growth, even of the just the women's segment since like 2019, I think we're, we've increased women's participation in the game, something like 33 to 40 percent, which is just incredible. So, Sally, let's, let's kind of offshoot on that. Let's talk a little bit about what you're doing at Sunset Hills in Edwardsville with with the PGA HOPE program. Well, I was very fortunate to be invited to participate in the, the PGA HOPE program. That is, this one is strictly a women's only clinic. Uh, John DePriest, the director of golf at, at Sunset Hills, contacted me whether I'd be interested in helping out. And of, of course, it, it was count me in. I mean, these are, are the, the women and, of course, the men that have given you and I the opportunity to go out, protect our freedom so we can play and enjoy the game and teach and be involved in the game that we both love so much. It's certainly been so rewarding. We have between 10 and 12 lady veterans, women veterans in our program. This will be the, the culmination week, the graduation week. But over the course of the past five weeks, we've seen women that didn't even know how to hold a club or swing a club. They're now signing up over at the Arlington Greens Thursday playing opportunity that Mark Marcuso and Brian Main, I think Sam Gilliland's involved, and I'm sure there's some others there as well. So to, to have women that never swung a club before and now they're they're talking, hey, how, how do I get involved? How do I get on the golf course? It, it's just so rewarding. Sally, there's no question, you know, the old adage, freedom isn't free. And you look at what these women have done and sacrificed. It's amazing. And we get to talk golf and teach golf and try to grow the game. But it would we wouldn't have that opportunity without them. It's so true. It's it's our time to give back. And that's that's how I was always raised by my parents is go out and do things that benefit others and what better way than through PGA Hope. It's just another thing that the Gateway section and the PGA of America and, and you great men and women professionals are doing for the community that people don't know about. Thank you so much for doing that. And is there a way that folks can get involved in this HOPE program? I know Fernando Molinaro at the Gateway PGA section, he and I had a, a conversation last week about what programs are coming up. And of course, it, it's very important, all of us, that, that we have to be certified adaptive instructors. So this time of the year, when everybody's very involved with, with all their golf event tournaments at, at their clubs, sometimes it's a little difficult to get enough of the certified instructors. But I know that in our, our conversation, we're definitely looking to get more of the the clinics just for the women in the next few months. Sally, thanks so much for you for all you do, and, and please keep doing it. Thank you. I appreciate that, Jay. And there's there's no better way to grow the game than give back to, to those of our fellow Americans and people that have really protected our freedom and get them out there and get them enjoying life. Thanks to Sally Jenkins of the Gateway PGA section. Coming up, it's Jay and Jay. Jay Delsing will visit with Jay Williamson, a talk about what's happening with LIV. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I am proud to welcome the gateway section of the PGA back to my show. Whether you're pulling into your favorite driving range, public golf course, or country club, there is an excellent chance that the staff there is part of the over 300 men and women PGA professionals at over 100 facilities that make up our gateway section. I grew up watching so many of these fine men and women getting to the golf course at dawn, leaving at dusk, spending their entire day running events, giving lessons, and growing 
this great game. PGA Reach, Drive Chip and Putt, PGA Hope, and the fantastic PGA Junior League are a few of the examples of the programs run by these same PGA professionals. Go to gatewaypga.org to learn more or to find your next PGA professional for your next lesson, go to pga.com. The Gateway PGA, growing the game we love. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is presented by the Ascension Charity Classic, September 5th through the 11th at Norwood Hills Country Club. For tickets, ascensioncharityclassic.com. Good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I'm sitting down with dear friend, fellow St. Louis, Jay Williamson. Willie, good morning, and thanks for joining me. Hey, good morning, Jay, and uh, happy, uh, like I told Frank yesterday, happy belated Father's Day. We uh, we didn't communicate, so I know that's important to you, so happy. I hope you had a good one. We, we did, and you as well. I know you and Marnie got the three kids, and uh, yeah, it was a really, really fun day. Jaybird, there is so much going on in the world of golf. I'm not sure golf has ever been more in the front page of our sports discussions. First of all and foremost, let's talk about where you are. You're getting prepped up for the U.S. Open. It's at Silicon, uh, Silicon Valley. Tell us a little bit about your game. Tell us a little bit about what's going on and getting ready for a senior major. Yeah, I'm here in, uh, in, um, in, in the Lehigh Valley, which is, is really an idyllic place. Um, be- beautiful golf courses. You know, Silicon Valley has, has 54 holes. Beautiful club. Uh, it's a great, a great place to uh, to host a senior open. Um, you know, it's not a it's not a huge market, but but there's a lot of golf interest here. You can you can feel it, um, and you know, I, I just think that um, I'm really excited for the opportunity. You, you know, you get to our age, Jay, and, and I think you can relate to this. You just never know when you're going to get another tee time, and so ha- to have this opportunity here this week. Um, I'm, I'm really thrilled for, uh, you know, I, I, I wish that I was, you know, 15 years younger, but I don't think we can do anything about that. But to have this opportunity is very unique in sports, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You should be. And you know what? Congratulations on getting into a, a, another USGA event. That is not an easy thing to do. Is this your third or your fourth senior open? Um, this is my third. I played in Boston. I played in Notre Dame. Um, I've been, gosh, I've been first alternate to the last couple. So it was really nice to get the phone call last week that, that I was in. I actually took Freddie Couple's spot, which I know is a bummer for, you know, <laughs> for the tournament in general. Um, but, but, but it's, it's nice to, uh, it's nice to get the call and, and, and to get uh, into the tournament with a little time to prepare also. Yeah. And you know what, Jay Bird, your game has been good. It hasn't been great, but your game has been good. You've been qualifying for a few events and you're kind of right there what is for you personally what do you feel like needs to happen to just get over that hump for you uh it's a great question and i've been you know certainly uh contemplating that the last you know couple years because i've had i've had some opportunities and i just you know whether it's whether it's the senior opens the last few years or you know, like the Ascension Charity Classic, which I know you and I are both fond of and and and, uh, and involved with. But, you know, I just don't seem to have the same mental toughness that I used to have earlier in my career. And I, I'm not really sure why. Um, I certainly put probably uh, an inordinate amount of pressure on myself to perform. I'm sure that has something to do with it. But I'm, I'm just looking forward to you know, when I, when I make a mistake, which I know is going to happen, you know, not compound it and, and be able to overcome it quicker than I have been recently. Um, and if I can do that, I think that uh, I, I think I can I can be OK. It's just getting over that 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 adversity that we all feel on the golf course or that we're all presented with and get, getting over it and moving on. This is golf with Jay Delsing. And I am speaking with uh, fellow St. Louis and Jay Williamson, a Bell Reeve member, fellow ambassador for the Ascension charity classic. And a, now a contestant in the 2022 U S open at uh, Salkin Valley there in Pennsylvania. So let's shift gears a little bit, uh, Jay, and talk a little bit of the U S open was a, was one hell of a great finish actually in my opinion the last two majors have almost been must see tv for for golf fans how how are you feeling about those last two events you know i think um i think it's a it's a general trend 
and I actually think it, it aligns well with where golf is today internationally or globally, however you want to describe it. I mean, I think right now with the pandemic, you know, the pandemic hasn't been great for a whole lot of things, but it's been great for golf, um, certainly around the world uh, also. And I think that that the U.S. Open was able to capitalize on that on that energy I think people have discovered that it's it's just it's a great pastime. It's a great sport. Um, you're outside, and I, I just think that what these guys are doing, um, these younger players, is 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 really amazing. It's it's amazing how good they are. Now, what's going on in golf right now? The problem is is it's 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 a little bit of I don't want to say growing pains, but it's 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 a symptom of this 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 popularity that the game seems to have you know worldwide um you know the live tour i'm sure that's where we're going to go here um you know the the live tour is you know it's a consequence of that um you know i, I don't know where that's going to go uh it, it's going to end up in the in the courts unfortunately at some point but i but i think i think the performance that fitzpatrick had and zalatoris and you know all these younger guys at, at this at the u.s open in brooklyn last week i think it was great theater and 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 it really you know i have a hard time watching golf for four hours but but you know i, I did tune in a little bit and um you know that's the way golf's supposed to be played it was a great championship you know there wasn't any controversy which is always great and, uh, you know, a, a great champion was crowned on uh, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And it was nice to see Justin Thomas get a second major win at Southern Hills and um, in kind of a tragic fan, uh, fashion for Mito Piera. But, um, yeah, let's jump into the elephant in the room by the LIV Tour, Live Tour. I don't even know exactly <laughs> what to call it. I know it's all about 54 holes. But, um, okay, so what's your first take? I mean, gosh, well, there's a lot for us to unpack here. We've both been uh, PGA Tour members for a long, long time, spent a lot of time representing the PGA Tour. You know, there's a lot to, to unload here. Yeah, there really is. And so you just, you know, the more I talk about this, I'm probably going to get in trouble at some point because I, I, I do have opinions like you. I, I mean, we both have opinions, strong opinions probably. We're passionate about it. You know, the time that we spent on the PGA Tour, as you just alluded, we're both still PGA Tour members. And I guess one of the questions I would ask you, you know, kind of playing devil's advocate here, because I think competition's great for everything. Now, sometimes it gets a little dicey. It gets it, it gets ugly. And that's kind of what's going on right now. But competition at the end of the day is good. I mean, if you're if you decide to be a professional golfer, I mean, it really is at, at, at this level, it's legalized gambling in, in a sense. And you're playing for someone else's money. When you're young, you play for your own. And then when you get older and better, you start playing for other people's money. In this case, the sponsor's money. There's a lot of money that's being thrown at golf right now. And it's, it's, it's putting some pressure on the PGA Tour. But it needs to, in a way. The PGA Tour has been rolling along for a long time. You know, the players have really never had anyone looking out for their best interest. And so there's there's a lot going on here. And I would just ask you this, Jay, you you're a PJ member. You still are. What does that actually do for you? You spent you spent more time on the tour than I did. What does that actually do for you today? I don't think I would actually say really nothing. Yeah, you get to play the, the TPC courses every once in a while if you want to for free. But it's you know, they. they they really like to take care of their stars at present, but they kind of forget about the guys that spend a lot of time out there, um, you know, in, in their early years. So I I think that the competition is good for the tour, and, and it'll be interesting to see where it all plays out. No, there's no question. I mean, I, I have a hell of a lot of limping uh, from all the years that I walked out there, buddy, and all of the uh, bogeys, <laughs> and, and, and I've got a lot of mental anguish, a lot of gray hair, and a hell of a lot of wrinkles, but I, I don't know if we can we can blame all that on, on golf. But, no, to <laughs> your point, I mean, you know, all of the other sports have unions. All the other sports have a, a, a some sort of player representation in the room when – negotiations are happening, when television contracts are happening and things like that, Jaybird. We have never 
the tour has never even been able to. We, we get 25 of us in a room, and it doesn't seem like we can agree on anything. Yeah, and that's 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 probably one of one of the issues because, quite honestly, everyone has their own agenda. We're all independent contractors, and the tour the tour beats that into your head for for you know forever, you know. And so so you can't you can't blame a guy. I mean, Brooks Kepka definitely surprised me. Blame some of these guys you know, for making the jump. I mean, quite honestly, if you're a professional golfer, you, you do have, now this might take it a little bit too far, and uh, but you have a fiduciary responsibility to your family to make the right financial decisions. Um, now, whether they're right or not, you know, history is going to be the guide on that. I, I do think, though, that what the tour, the tour's decision yesterday to come out with their new eight events, $20 million purses, I mean, that's a, Obviously, that's a reaction to the live tour, but that's that's that really is hypocritical for the tour to do that all of a sudden and find this money that who knows where they find it. They they seem to always be able to. There must be a money tree in the backyard that they just shake when they need it. You know, it just it, it really doesn't sit well with me that all of a sudden they're coming out with, you know, these these big purses. They should have done that years ago. You know, if the money is there. Why, why does it go into a reserve, you know, for, for this type of situation? I don't know. There, there, there is a lot going on. There's probably a lot more going on that you and I don't know about. But, but it, it's going to be interesting, and it's going to be great for the players in the top 50. That is, that is for sure. The guys in the top 50 world rankings, this is, uh, they're, la- they're going to be smiling at the mirror this morning. Jay, there's, there's so much this new player incentive program where they're actually rewarding people for trying to move the needle via social media and things like that. You know, $50 million in that pool. These are sort of, this, this type of, of deep-pocketed dollars that are be, being thrown around are so foreign for, for players like you and I because – we didn't have huge purses to play in all the time. We didn't have all of these different, um, you know, if you kept your card, you got X amount of extra dollars thrown into your retirement. You got X this, you got X that. But, Jay, I was on the Player Advisory Council for probably 20 of my 30 years. The money is everywhere with the PGA Tour. It is everywhere. And we had to decide several times and vote on several issues on how and what to do with this money. And my opinion was to always always give it back to the players i'm not sure i i again i i've never sat in those rooms um i do know that you know the financials are public because the tour is a non-profit organization um and i know those those financials are released um and people are going to be taking a closer look you know should the commissioner be making more than you know I don't know. It, it's it's going to be real dicey as to how this proceeds. But again, like I said, competition's good. I'm not sure this is you know this is the right competition because who knows where that money is coming from really, uh, and how sustainable is it? I do think that that what could make or break that live tour is what the reaction is to you know from the the, the major tours, the PGA of America, the PG the USGA. And Augusta National, if they prohibit these players on the live tour from competing in uh, the next couple of years, that's gonna that's gonna really throw a wrench into that into that series, as they call it. So we'll see. But it's it, it's fun to talk about, and it's you know a lot of people are talking about golf, which for you and I is great, right? Absolutely, Jay. I mean, I think the, that is going to be a cornerstone on what, you know, the RNA, USGA, as you said, PGA Championship and, and Augusta, what they decide. But let me ask you this. Is this really a competition as it sits now? This first event had 48 players. You and I are in the weeds on, on anything golf. I didn't know 30 of them. Phil Mickelson finished tied for 33rd, and I couldn't tell you one of the people that he that he beat. I don't know if they're pros. I don't know if they're amateurs. I don't know if they're left-handed. I don't know anything. That's that's a really good question. And, you know, Kelly Gibson, who you know, longtime tour player, you know, never never won, but but had a had a really nice career out there. Great with sponsors, great with fans, popular guy. And I would say an asset to the tour. He he and I always laugh. You know, 
Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, all these guys wouldn't be great today if they didn't have people to beat. You know, good competition. <laughs> they, 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 you know, they need people to beat in order to be a champion. You can, and, and that was a full field of 156 guys oftentimes that Tiger would beat. So now you've got you've got this live tour where you've got only 48 guys and, and most of them you, you've really never heard of before. So so I, I agree with what you're saying. How are you going to award world ranking points? How is that going to be a champion? How is that going to be, you know, competition? I do, I do think that Greg Norman had something 20 or 30 years ago when he came out with this whole world tour idea. I think that's where it's eventually going to morph into and there's going to be 20 events. And they're going to have, who knows what the purse size is going to be. But I do think it's going to morph into more of a world tour because that's essentially what it is now at the highest level. Um, it's just everyone's got their own interest, the PGA Tour and the DP Tour in Europe, and now you got the Saudi Tour. If they could all just get together and be happy and, and, and you know have one tour, that's, that's really where everything eventually needs to go. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Jay's visiting with Jay Williamson. Their conversation on LIV continues on the back nine. Shondaland Hutchison was admitted to the emergency department at SSM Health St. Louis University Hospital for unusual swelling, cramping, and tremendous pain in her legs. Life-threatening blood clots were discovered. Immediately, Dr. Keith Piera, a vascular interventional radiologist specializing in minimally evasive procedures to treat blocked arteries was brought in to see Miss Hutchison. He then discovered that Shondaland suffered uterine fibroids as well, often so debilitating that it would keep her from working. Dr. Piera quickly treated Shondaland in both areas. It was amazing and immediate recovery occurred. Shondaland is now fully recovered and working and thriving. Thank you, Dr. Piera and SSM Health St. Louis University Hospital. SSM Health has been helping the greater St. Louis area for over 150 years. Please sign up to play in their SSM Health Foundation Open at Norwood Hills on June 13th. The Ascension Charity Classic returns September 6th through the 11th. Once again, St. Louis will host golf's greatest champions. Players like Bernard Longer, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, John Daly, and returning champion David Toms. But no matter which legend wins this year, the real winners will be North County Charities because all proceeds from the tournament stay right here in St. Louis to benefit our communities. Tickets available now at ascensioncharityclassic.com. I want to tell you about a family-owned and operated golf business that's been right here in St. Louis for over 40 years. I'm talking about Pro-Am Golf Center. That's right, Pro-Am Golf Center. I know you know the name, but I'm not sure you know what they really have to offer. They have everything a seasoned golfer like myself could need, all the way down to what a beginner would want. Pro-Am Golf Center has the lowest price in the area for custom club fitting. I just went and visited CJ. He is terrific. If you call them now, mention my name, Jay Delson, you will receive a discount on that already low club fitting price. Their number is 314-647-8054. Ask for CJ, or you can visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. That's ProAmGolfUSA.com. Boy, is this housing market tight right now. Are you tired of having the second best bid on your dream home? Call my friend Joe Schieser at 314-628-2015. Joe's been helping my family and I for over 30 years. He closes millions of dollars of business every year, and he will help you understand the importance of a pre-approval letter, inspections, and pricing your home or your offer just right. If you need to buy or sell your home, Joe is your guy. 314 314- 628-2015. That's 314-628-2015. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. To learn more about the game of golf, latest equipment, and golfing tips, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. The Back Nine is presented by Pro-Am Golf. This is The Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. Jay is sitting down with Jay Williamson and their conversation on LIV. What does this tour do and how do they rank people once they get 
let's say they get a quantitative number, you know, let's say they keep it at 48 or, you know, and 48 people in, in each field. Let's say they sign 55 people. Now, you know, now there's alternates. Now there's these guys. How, how do they rank those people according to play? You know, you and I know where we stand from the year prior or whatever. I'm not sure how that works. Well, I'm sure there's a computer program that they're trying to figure out how to write um, and create. I, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, you know, whether whether they're going to even be uh, allocated world ranking points. Um, and if they if they don't get world ranking points, then like you said, you know, you know the premise. How, how is this considered competition? Um, is is it really more of an exhibition? Pay the guys just to show up, but but eventually you kind of lose your status if you don't, you know, if you're not top 20 in the world or whatever. I you know I don't know how that's going to play out, but I do know this: as long as they're offering guys the kind of money that they're offering to switch. You're going to have the Ricky Fowlers and some of these younger guys saying, man, golf's really hard. The older I get, man, (laughs) to have some sort of a guarantee, because as you know, professional golfers really don't have much of a guarantee. Um, You know, when you start getting that guarantee, that that's going to that's going to be very um, a, a very intriguing question for, for these guys the older they get. But look at the guys that they're taking, uh, aside from Kepka, aside from DeChambeau, Reed, and Dustin Johnson, most of the guys are on the back end of it, but Sergio's, the Polters, oh, no the Westwoods, you know. And one of the other things that, you know, because I know that you're heavily involved in other businesses. You have your family business that you just entered recently with your your wonderful family and, and some other things. But my take on a business is that a business is run for profitability and run to try to make money. And this clearly is not the case with LIV. No, I don't think, I don't know how they make a profit. You know, I don't know how it's structured. Who knows? You're right. The interesting thing about golf is, you know, yeah, we're independent contractors, you know, using using the question that you you know that you just posed. You know, other other businesses, you know, a professional golfer has equity in what they're doing. But the problem with professional golf is you don't have a lot of equity um, you know, as you as you move forward. Um, you know, you're really just kind of playing as as much as you can for that weekly purse. And that's why this guaranteed all off course money you know, to get these guys to switch is, is um, very attractive to them. Again, Brooks Kepka really surprises me, especially with his reaction last week at the U.S. Open. You know, that, that seems a little hypocritical, too. Um, but again, these guys are in a tough spot when you're dangling that much money guaranteed in front of them. And he just finished 55th. He hasn't played worth a hoot. He's dealing with a bunch <laughs> of injuries. I mean, you know, you and I have sat at, at you've sat at your desk at home and looked at the the balance sheet, your personal balance sheet, and tried to figure out how the hell this is going to work. You had three kids. I had four. They're trying to go to, you know, we're trying to send them to good schools and things like that. I mean, I, I, I guess I really don't begrudge the players for taking the money, Jay. What, what I really don't understand is why they just can't say that. This is just about money. This isn't about competition. You're leaving a competitive tour, a way more competitive tour. That's a fact. You're going for the money. You're not in this to grow the game. They didn't have that event in London to grow the game, bud. There's no way. Yeah, that's well, a I, tough sell. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think that they should be ashamed to to you know to admit that they're going for the money. I, I agree with you. Hey, I got a better offer. I mean, you know, again, the the tour is is pure capitalism. And again, capitalism sometimes is ugly. And and right now the tour is learning a lesson on how ugly that can be. I mean, quite honestly, um, you know, they're, they're, they have a worthy ad, adversary here. Whether it's moral or not, we could you know, certainly debate that for days. But, but they're worthy because there's a lot of cash. Um, and I, I just think that um, the reaction hasn't been great. And I don't know what's going to happen in the future when these guys, you know, if in fact that live tour doesn't make it. Um, you know, then then it's going to be weird too because you you're going to have these guys wanting to play again. I don't know. It's 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 going to be interesting. But but again, at the end of the day, it's good for golf, I think. But maybe not. I don't know. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it's good for golf, to be honest with you. You know, I'm, I, I have a lot of conflicting thoughts. So, you know, I, I, sometimes I say things and then I have to catch myself because I'm like, well, I don't know if that's really true. Um, so it, it, it's, it's, it's definitely a debate. It's a conundrum. Uh, you know, and I'm not sure where it's uh, where it's all going to settle. Uh, this is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm Jay Delsing, your host. I'm visiting with Jay Williamson, a fellow St. Louis and fellow PGA Tour member, fellow ambassador for the Ascension Charity Classic, and we're breaking down the world of golf right now as we know it. And I want to ask you something that uh, I was thinking about as we were chatting here, Jay. We both agree that the PGA Tour should not be able to limit an independent contractor, if that's who we are, and that's what they've told us we are for all these years, you cannot limit them where they can independently contract themselves to work. I don't think legally that's going to make any sense or hold up for the tour. However, Jaybird, two things I want to ask you. The tour, on the other hand, should be able to exclude any independent contractor it chooses so it shouldn't have to hire everyone. I want to get your take on that. And then I also want to get your take on, I have an opinion. I want to get yours on, do you think these players that have defected, Dustin Johnson, now Kepka, Reed, DeChambeau, DeChambeau, do you think they think they're going to get back on tour if this thing folds? So the players that you just mentioned, let's just say, let's say the live tour survives for, you know, a year and then, and then fizzles out. They, they've made enough money now to really support them where I, I don't think they probably need to work again. Um, so whether they get back to the tour or not, um, I'm not sure they're totally, you know, I mean, something will happen in the future. Maybe there'll be, you know, another tour here, you know, that, that somehow gets created, you know, with, with the laggards, you know, that, that aren't allowed to play anymore. Who knows? I just know that people still like to watch Dustin Johnson play. Patrick Reed, you know, probably not so much, but, but I, I would say that, you know, I don't think that they're, that's, I don't think they're worried about that. Um, as, as far as membership, man, that's a dicey question because the tour, you know, it gets, it gets into this whole name image and likeness thing that the, you know, college is dealing with right now. And, and I know that you and I have debated this a little bit, you know, the tour basically owns us and that's what phil mickelson's that what that was one of his biggest complaints is you know why does the tour own you know your name image and likeness i don't know that's where you know if we're if we're independent contractors do they have the right to actually own you know our rights i don't know that's that's again probably going to have to be um clarified uh you know legally which no one wants to see this go to the courts but but i think eventually it will um, and, and, and I don't know, I, you know, I, I don't have that legal background to say, well, if you're a member of a certain tour, you, you should be restricted from going anywhere else. Um, you know, I, that, that's a, that's a fundamental question that someone's going to have to answer at some point. I, I love your opinions. I got to tell you, my take on it is this, these guys have, have jumped for the money. I don't begrudge them one iota. I wish someone had enough authenticity to say, guys, this is a business. De- like Bryson DeChambeau said, it's a business decision, which means this is about the bottom line. So, no problem yeah. at all. I think right. these guys haven't thought it through, though, that if this tour folds, they've got a huge amount of money in their pocket, but they're still going to want to compete, and they're still going to want to play golf. And they're thinking somehow or another that they're going to be able to get back on tour. Maybe it's a year suspension or something like that. But I can tell you this, in my opinion, this tour goes away. Their bank accounts are full, assuming they are all paid in full right up front. I don't know how long they're signing with LIV. Dustin Johnson won $125 million for how many years? What does that look like? I don't know. But I can promise you this. If they're excluded from the majors and if the PGA Tour says, fine, you've made your bed, you got your money, we do not allow you back on tour, they're going to be bummed. They're going to they're gonna have a lot of money, but they're not going to be able to compete with the best players in the world anymore, and that's a consequence. No question. But again, the reason a lot of guys are still playing golf in their 50s is because they have to. And a lot of these guys that jump to live, they won't have to play golf anymore. 
they can they can still play golf, but they 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 don't they won't need to compete, or they won't need to make the money. Now they're going to miss the competition certainly, as you've alluded to before. But you know, I, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of sympathy from the tour if they come back. You know, <laughs> begging to play. Jay Williamson, thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate your opinion. One of the things I love about our friendship is not very often do you and I sit on the same side of the table. I love the spirit. We both love the game. It's been good for us. It's also irritated the hell out of us and beat us t- <laughs> and beat us up. But I'm a huge fan. I hope you I hope you'll win the senior open this week, but well, that would certainly change my life. I would uh, I would love to uh, have a chance. That's all I ask myself. Um, you know, just have a chance on Sunday. So I appreciate the time to be on with you, Jay. It's always uh, it's always a spirited you know debate, and um, you know we'll uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you very much, folks. Are you in the market for some additional protection for your ride? You need to call my friends at Vehicle Assurance. Their number is eight six six three four one. 9255. Sherry Fain is the owner and president, and she and her team are committed to helping you with your unexpected auto repair bills. They are committed to finding the right protection for you, your budget, and your family. They only work with the top vehicle service providers in the country. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. That's Vehicle Assurance, 866-341-9255 for a free quote. 866 866- Three four one nine two five five. The Ascension Charity Classic returns September sixth through the eleventh. Once again, St. Louis will host golf's greatest champions. But no matter who wins, the real winners will be local area charities and communities. Tickets available now at AscensionCharityClassic.com. How would you like access to ninety holes of golf? Well, that's what happens when you join at Whitmore Country Club. You get access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardine, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. And guess what? No cart fees included in that deal. There's no food and beverage minimums. There's no assessments. They have a 24-hour fitness center, two large pool complexes, three tennis courts. Year-round social calendar includes holiday parties, picnics, date nights, live music. They even have a kids club for your children and much, much more. There's junior golf, junior tennis, and swim teams available. This is a family-friendly atmosphere, and they have a wonderful staff. If you get out there, you got to poke your head in the golf shop and say hello to my friend Bummer. He is a terrific guy, and he will help you with your game and show you around. And don't forget, there are golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, and couples events available all year round. Visit WhitmoreGolf.com. That's WhitmoreGolf.com. Hey, this is Jay Delsing for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. SSM Health Physical Therapy has the Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screening on you as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. Proper posture, alignment, etc. can help you keep your game right down the middle. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. This is the Golf with Jay Delsing Show, the 19th hole, presented by The Loading Dock. Back to Jay Delsing. So, John, when you unwind and unpack a major, there's so many things that are so much more difficult in a major than at a typical PGA Tour event. So let's talk a little bit about one of the most glaring things. You can go back all the way to 1982 when Tom Watson hit that phenomenal little hole-out pitch shot to the left of the 17th green. Let's talk about the extreme rough around the greens. Yeah, and, you know, their philosophy and how to play around it, it's so hard, and it's one of the things that kind of sets the U.S. Open apart, doesn't it, Jay, from, from any other majors? If we watch the guys, for the most part, they wouldn't take the chance of hitting a real bad shot. They would go for kind of a, a safety shot because they didn't want to have the same problem again. We've talked about that from spring golf. When you're in trouble, get out of the trouble and start again. Don't compound your problems. And we saw multiple instances in the U.S. Open where guys tried to do something a little extra fancy. They didn't get out of the stuff. Now they're looking at double or triple, something like that. How about yeah. Rory to the right of the third green on third day? He took three shots and didn't move the ball. Uh, it took him three to, to, to move the ball one foot. Yeah, because even those guys, in general, they're not used to 
those severe that severe of, of conditions. So it's just enough where their mind's saying, "Hey, I can pull this off," and the U.S. Open grounds crew is saying, "No, you can't. Right. And, and don't even don't even try it." There's just a certain amount of respect that needs to happen. That next level of patience. I want to chip this thing three feet. You know what, buddy? Take your 12, 15 footer and try to make the darn putt because trying to chip it three feet might leave you with 60 feet or leave you still in the rough. I think it's such a great lesson uh, for everybody to kind of learn. Get away from the fancy stuff often. Just figure out something that you can advance that back into play where you can maybe make a putt, but you won't make more than two shots after that. that. That's what I think needs to happen. And I think we saw that from the guys that hung into contention the longest this last weekend. Yeah, one of the things that that it brings up to you, John, is that if you played in a U.S. Open like I have, you realize I there is this is extremely difficult. First of all, high cabbagey rough that's thick and gnarly. Your ball often sits way down or in between some lights. They're just all really, really difficult lights. And then let's go to the green surfaces. I'll never forget when you first started caddying for me on on the PGA Tour. I'll never forget this. You said to me, "I cannot believe how hard and fast your greens are." And I, and you know I've been doing it for a while, and I'm like. Oh, really? He's like, yeah. I mean, it so accentuates your ability to have touch and feel with your short game around the greens because it just makes it that much harder, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I played a U.S. junior. I played a U.S. amateur. So they weren't quite severe like you guys had. But relative to our play at the time, it certainly was. And it just makes you think differently. And if you don't, and by the way, I would say there's plenty of times this last weekend where guys were trying to hit the conservative shot, just get it out and on the green 20 feet, and it didn't come off that way. So I'm not I'm not calling these guys out like they made the wrong call. Sometimes, even if it's your best effort to stay conservative, it's still not good enough. John, last, last U.S. Open I played in, you caddied for me in the qualifier. Then you went off running off to your fishing trip. I'm up at Wingfoot. I hit my ball in the heavy rough three times and made three double bogeys. And each time, I was trying to go straight out to the fairway to just get out, and I couldn't even do that. Yeah, amazing. It's it's amazing stuff. It it just it, it and it can really play on your on your emotions. So folks, when you get around the greens, any even if it's not as extreme as the US Open, one of the things that I notice for most amateur golfers that is missing in their short game is an up and down or an angle on their backswing that will when they come down to the ball, it'll create an angle of attack that's very sharp and very steep. What that does is it eliminates the interference of a lot of grass on the way to the ball. John, how important is that? We've talked about this at nausea through all the years, Pearl, where if you've got to rip out 10 to 14 inches of grass on the way to get to the ball or two to three inches of grass, how much more beneficial is eliminating all that unnecessary uh, unknown? You've got to get the, the shortest path through the grass to get to the ball. And it's, it's, it's so uncomfortable, and especially for folks that are kind of pick and try to swing up at it to begin with. That's, that's big-time trouble. And that's why you'll see certain guys, depending on the type of swings they have, they get in a tall rough, and it's tough for them to make that adjustment because it's a different – it's a very different angle of attack, and it can really mess, mess your head up. Pearl, that's going to wrap up another show. Before we go, I want to announce the winners of the TaylorMade TP5 Golf Ball Giveaway. Thank you, Jeff Thornhill. Thank you, TaylorMade Golf. Our four winners this month, Bill Mudge, Mike Chappas, Doug Parrish, and Scott T. You will be sitting by your mailbox. We're going to send you a dozen TP5 golf balls. Compliments to TaylorMade Golf and the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. Pearl, thanks so much for being with me. And, folks, thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. More Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit it straight, St. Louis. I've been looking for over three years for the perfect place to be the official 19th hole of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. And the search is over. Please welcome the Loading Dock to the show. What a great place it is. It is located at the confluence of the Mississippi and Illinois rivers in beautiful Grafton, Illinois. Their patio is killer with seating for over 800. And every weekend, the Loading Dock has the area's best live music. There's no reservations required. They have overnight lodging available. And they also have an ice skating rink in the winter months. And don't forget about the super cool Riverside Flea Market which happens the fourth weekend of each month from April through October. 
If you're into antiques and collectibles, you got to check it out. The Grafton Ferry runs directly from St. Charles County to within steps of our parking lot. Go check out the loading dock and say hello to my buddy Peter Allen. He is a great guy, good golfer, and a lover of the game. Call 618-556-7951 or visit them on the web at graftonloadingdock.com. For more information on their live music schedule, the Riverside Flea Market, and more. The Loading Dock, the new official 19th hole of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.